welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. I'd like to welcome Pastor Brian, my husband, up this morning. He's going to bring the Word to us. And um, let's welcome him. I'm going to enjoy sitting onto that anointed Word. Brian is... uh, Brian Pastor's with me, but he is a graceful five-fold ministry teacher, and um, you're going to enjoy this morning. So I encourage you, take notes, take notes, I encourage you to do that every week, get your notebook, take notes, um, go over them, let Holy Spirit speak to you, answers maybe that you're seeking, and um, when you're sitting on to this anointed word, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Karen. Praise the Lord. Um, Thank you for inviting me here. I come on an invitation-only basis. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> praise God. Uh, we're so thankful for what the Lord is doing in our lives, but we're thankful for what God is doing in your lives. Amen. And what God is doing in BCC. Praise God. Lovely sanctuary you have here. Hallelujah. You know, um, more fit, better equipped, you know, for the work of the Lord, for the plans that God has. Amen. Lots filled with lots of lovely, faithful people. Say amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> that was you. Amen. In case you missed that. <laughs> yes. Praise the Lord. Um, well, Pastor Karen and I, you know, um, <clears throat> we left BCC about eight years ago, for those of you who don't know, and started Kingdom Harvest Church in Belfast. Um, the Lord led us uh, to three different locations, and now he's given us a building in, across from Conswater Shopping Center. Um, and uh, Old Brethren Hall, absolutely wonderful. We're just delighted that the Lord opened those doors. I'll speak about it later. But uh, praise God, um, you guys were wonderful in supporting us in the beginning of that, even paid our salary for a while while we were getting that up and going. And uh, then the Lord has wonderfully led Pastor Karen back here and just to be, you know, take, take, that senior pastoral role uh, with yourselves, and so we're happy to share, hallelujah, we were told share and care, you know, when we were kids, so praise the Lord, <laughs> and uh, yeah, fantastic things, what um, <clears throat> what God's doing, we, we don't question it, we just let God do it, amen, <laughs> we let the Lord work the way in which he wants to and the way he which he leads, and that's what I'm going to talk about this morning, praise the Lord, that is really Really the key to doing revival, amen, you know, doing the move of God is, is not to have your own plans, your own works, but to listen very carefully to his plans and his works, amen. That's it, hallelujah. We're not in charge, I'm not in charge, you're not in charge, praise God. The Lord's in charge, <laughs> say amen. The Lord's in charge, glory to God. He's directing, he's leading, he's guiding the church, amen. He's, he's the head, we're the body, we get instructions from the head, Praise God. So, so we thank God this morning that we receive a word that, that just more perfectly tunes us, you know, to flow with him. Amen? Just to be perfectly tuned in. How many of you have ever remember the old radio dials, you know? Now it's kind of all digital, push button, all kinds of things. But the old radio dials, you had to, you had to dial it in just perfectly to get the best signal, you know? And that, that's what God wants our hearts to be like, you know, just perfectly dialed in. Amen? So Father, we just thank you this morning in the name of Jesus. God, we just bless you and 
Thank you for what you have done in your lives, what you're presently doing, and what you're going to do, God, that's going to blow us away. Hallelujah. It's just going to, going to absolutely uh, boggle our mind, Lord God, for the things that you have in front of us. It will exceed our expectations, God. It will be bigger than we've ever dreamed or ever imagined, Lord God. We just thank you that you're preparing us for that time, God, not to judge the future on what we've experienced in the past, Lord, but to hear new things and fresh things and amazing things that we've never heard before, we've never even imagined before, God, because you are able and you are willing and you're wanting to move like never before. So we just, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for speaking to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. And uh, so I just... I just felt we needed to just go back to scratch this morning. You know what go back to scratch means? That means just right back to, to basics. You know, strip everything bare, you know, just like, like, like a bare concrete floor. You know, just, just completely bare. No, uh, preconceived ideas, no traditional ideas, uh, no thoughts of our own, imaginations of our own. You know, it's what, like when you go to God, you, you have to go to Him that way. You know, the scripture says, Go to him like a little child. You know, a child doesn't have decades and decades of experience to, to cloud their mind as to what might be said to them and how they might understand it. You know, they, they're just, they're that child that, that just openly, openly, receptively receives, you know, what the Lord is saying. Whatever you say to a child, I mean, they just take it at face value. They just, it just goes in and they just believe you and they just run with it, you know. <laughs> Praise God. We have to be that way uh, in our walk with God. And we have to go back to that place, really, on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Some people said, well, I've heard from God five years ago, and, you know, I, I don't need to hear anymore. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, I do. You know, and uh, every single day, God wants us to just take everything back. What, what's your plan for today, God? You know, I know he gives us ongoing works and, you know, but he'll guide us daily in, in carrying out those works, you know, and, and administrating the plan of God in the earth. Hallelujah. You know, for your life, for, for my life, for BCC, for, you know, Kingdom Harvest. Praise God. God gives us uh, just daily leading. Hallelujah. Um, I remember when we first went uh, to Tulsa, Oklahoma, my family and we went to, my dad and I went to Rama Bible Training Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was one of the first things that they did the first week. You know, that, that, that Bible school with uh, Dr. Kenneth E. Hagan, it, it drew students from all over the United States, all over the world. They came to go to that school. And uh, you, you got all kinds of people with all kinds of backgrounds and all kinds of belief systems, you know, all kinds of doctrines and uh, all kinds of thoughts about God. Well, the first week, they brought in somebody called Fred Price, and he taught on faith, foolishness, and presumption. <laughs> faith, foolishness, and presumption. It's like, let's clear out a lot of unnecessary thought, thoughts and thought systems and opinions and, you know, wild ideas about God or how he works, you know. Faith, foolishness, and presumption. And they just spent a whole week, you know, what faith was, what foolishness was, what presumption was, you know, did you really hear from God? Did God really say that? Is that really the way that God works or does things? You know, so they were just trying to get the clutter out of the way 
as quickly as possible so they could sow the good seed of the Word of God down into hearts. You know, and uh, that, that was just tremendously instrumental, you know, for myself, for everyone else that attended. You know, we, we had to understand, have we really heard from God? You know, are we really on the right foundation? Do we really have the right ideas, the right beliefs, you know, about God? And uh, Isaiah 55, verse 8, says this. You know the scripture, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Wow, what a testimony. What, what a statement. God says his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways not our ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and your ways, my thoughts and your, your thoughts. We have more insight now into what that means. As the heavens are higher than the earth. When you've got the Hubble Space Telescope, ultra deep field images, you know, uh, as far back into the universe as they can possibly grab photons from, you know, with 28 hour exposures of the Hubble Space Telescope and a tiny piece of sky, you know, uh, just one millimeter by one millimeter, you know, a meter away from your eye, just this tiny piece of sky. And they find, like with overlaying different data, they found over 13,000 galaxies in that one tiny piece of sky, you know, and they're saying they're looking back 13, 14, 15 billion light years away, all this. You know that the heavens are higher, amen, <laughs> than the earth. Wow, do we have a lot to learn about God and his ways. You know, we can't be presumptuous. We can't think we know it all. We can't go to God and say, I got it figured out. Do you want to hear what I have to say? <laughs> it's like, no, no. Be still and know that he is God. Amen. Let God talk. Let him direct. Let him instruct. Amen. Let him open up our understanding, you know, to what he has for all of us. Amen. All of us in our lives. Praise God. And once you experience leading, once you experience leading, I remember my aunt came to me one time. She said, I, I can't hear the voice of God. You know, I just, I just, I just don't know that I've ever been. Can't, can't hear the voice of God. And I said, well, hold on, hold on. He'll speak to you. <laughs> hold on. He'll, he'll talk to you. He'll give you an impression. You know, he'll give you a peace. He'll give you a sense, uh, an evidence in your heart, you know, of his direction, you know, his leading, what he wants you to do. And I remember that first time <laughs> she came to me. She said, like, I heard, I heard, I, I know that God spoke to me. I know, you know, in my heart that he spoke to me about this situation. And she was so excited. Praise God. I remember that. And, and that is the experience of every Christian. Amen. At some point in time, because you have sought him, because you've come to him, submitted to him, laid your life before him, the Lord will cause you to hear his voice. Amen. He will lead you. He will give evidence in your spirit. The Bible says in Romans 8, the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit, you know, that, that we're children of God and they that are led by the Spirit of God. He takes that evidence, you know, that, that peace, that, that just, uh, he'll drop something in your spirit and you'll just know that didn't come from me. That came from him. Praise God. I know Pastor Karen has been teaching you on that. But when you've heard from God, that's powerful. That is powerful. When God leads, when God drops a dream in your spirit, when God gives you a vision, when God gives you direction, when he gives you a peace 
about doing certain things and serving certain ways and helping and, you know, moving forward. Praise God. That is absolutely powerful. And, and you've got to get that. Everyone's got to get that. You know, we have to, to be led. We have to receive. You know, Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 30, he said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I know them and they follow me. And that is a promise that you can take to God every time you, God will speak to you. He said, my sheep hear my voice. I tell you, if I ever have a doubt about the leading of God, I can bring that promise to him and say, you said, my sheep hear my voice. Amen. I know them. They follow me. And uh, the Holy Spirit, as John 16, 13 says, he will lead you. He will guide you into all truth. He will show you things to come. But when you get a leading from God, wow, that is powerful. That is absolutely powerful. You know, when you, you get that witness, you, you just know you have that peace. You know, Isaiah 55, it says that you will go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Peace is the way God leads. If you don't have peace about something, then you, you wait and get it. You find out, you know, where his peace is and, and where that lies. But once you get a, a leading from God, it is so absolutely powerful. When God is leading you, that means that God's resources are behind you. It means that heaven will back you up. Heaven will back you up. That's the difference between those in this life who hear from God and obey his voice and those who don't hear from God and don't obey his voice. There's a difference. When you're hearing from God, directed by God, illuminated by God, instructed by him, praise God, walking in his word, hallelujah, then it is absolutely powerful. God will come to your aid. He will come to your rescue. He, he, will, he will be there, amen, backing you up in everything. And, and that's exactly what the Bible says, you know, in, in Mark chapter 7, where it says, uh, verses 24 and 25, there where Jesus said, He that hears my word and does them, I will liken him to a man who built his house upon the rock. And when the rains, the floods came, beat upon that house, it didn't fall because it was founded upon a rock. Amen. But those who didn't hear, didn't build on that, built on the sand. You know, it says, when the winds, rains, floods of life came, beat on that house, they fell, and great were the fall of it. But, praise God, again, when you hear, God will look after you. He will support you. He will uphold you. Amen. Jesus said, no one can, can pluck you out of, the, of his hand. No one can take you out of his father's hand. Hallelujah. You can absolutely trust him. Absolutely trust him. And uh, Pastor Karen and I, we have experienced this in our lives over and over and over and over. <laughs> After a while, you get very bold. <laughs> it's like, you know that the Lord is with you. You know he's for you. You know that he will back you up. Hallelujah. Help you when you need it. Um, and ag again, you know, it's just letting God have his way. I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego you know, when they stood before Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuchadnezzar said, you know, when you hear the music, guys, bow, okay, bow and worship the image and the statue that I've set up. And if you do that, I won't throw you in the fire. <laughs> I won't throw you in the fire. Everything will be okay. And they said, no, we're not even going to be careful in answering you here. We're not even going to be careful and answer you. If you don't throw us in the fire, we're not going to bow down to your image. 
And if you read this properly, this is the way it reads. And if you do throw us in the fire, we're still not going to bow down to your image. And Nebuchadnezzar got absolutely furious, absolutely, to see that kind of rebellion, you know, against his authority. There was a higher authority, amen? God is the higher authority. And uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they obviously, they had some experience behind them. You know, they had seen their lives rescued before. The wise men of Babylon in Daniel chapter 2 were scheduled to be annihilated because Nebuchadnezzar fell out with certain ones that couldn't interpret his dream. You know, and he said, right, you wise men of Babylon, you can't interpret my dream. I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that was Shadrach, Meshach, Bendigo, Daniel. They were all scheduled. They were the wise men of Babylon as well. Uh, but Daniel, how many of you know, God gave Daniel the interpretation of the dream at night. The Bible says he went to sleep, you know. He requested that Nebuchadnezzar just hold on, give me time to seek the Lord. And he went to sleep. How many of you, if you were scheduled to death, would just go to sleep? <laughs> Daniel did. <laughs> and uh, he woke up, God gave him the dream. You know, and their lives were spared and all the wise men of Babylon. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had that in their heart. They had seen deliverance before. They had seen God move before. They knew that God was with them and for them, that they were in the right place at the right time. Amen? And uh, praise God, they, they, were just, they were just strong. And the Lord did come through for them. And the Lord did deliver them. And when you've heard from God, God will deliver you. He will uphold you. You know, when you go through difficult times, don't worry about that. Praise God. When you've got God on your side, the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. You know, Daniel, Daniel, when he was uh, told, you know, you can't pray for 30 days. You can't pray for 30 days, Daniel. Well, what did he do? He said, okay. You know, <laughs> the Bible says that he went to his room just like he always did, with the windows open, and he prayed to God three times a day. Didn't even bother him. And the decree was, anyone who prays to any other god other than the king, King Darius, anyone who does that is going to be thrown into a lion's den. And Daniel just went, like got a glass of water, you know, went to his room, prayed three times a day as he always did. Again, that's a man with confidence, amen? Absolutely, absolute confidence. You know, he had, had seen deliverance before. He had seen deliverance before, and he wasn't concerned at all. Absolutely amazing, you know? And so, uh, yeah, he ended up getting thrown in the lion's den, but later he testified, O King Darius, live forever. God has sent his angel. Shut the mouths of the lions because I'm innocent. Haven't done any harm to, to you either, O king. <laughs> Everything's fine. And, and King Darius was delighted. You know, and again, these are people in the Bible that, you know, they've just, they're, they're unmoved. They've got tremendous strength. Um, I have the example here of Peter. Peter, the Bible says when Herod went and killed James, it was the, the Lord's brother. Um, but when he killed James, it says he took Peter also because they saw it pleased the people. And Peter was in prison, and he was scheduled for death, obviously. But guess what? It says when he was sleeping. Again, how many of you would be sleeping when you're scheduled? 
to die. This is Peter again. You know why he was doing that? Because the Lord, he had heard from the Lord. The Lord had told him, Peter, when you're old, you're going to die. Okay, you're going to die a certain death from me. And when you're old, well, he knew he wasn't old yet. (laughs) So he was taking it easy. And an angel came and led him out of prison. Praise God. And he went on and carried on the work of the Lord. Absolutely wonderful. So you, you see people that, again, this confidence is born, you know, from, from knowing that you've heard from God, knowing that God has spoken to you, knowing that you're in the right place at the right time, knowing that you're yielded, knowing that you're surrendered. Amen? Not having, you know, preconceived ideas, not, not just having your own thoughts or your own ambitions, but, you know, coming to the Lord and submitting everything to Him. I believe Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel, Peter, they were submitted to God. You know, they were, they were completely surrendered to Him. Hallelujah. You know, um, I, I look at the, the apostle Paul here, you know, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. I mean, he knew that he was following Christ. So in our lives, in our lives, are we following the Lord? Have we heard from God? You know, have, have we got that, that witness on the inside that we've been instructed, we have been led, you know, we're in the right place, doing the right thing. We're yielded. We're living in the peace of God. We're, we're yielding with that witness on the inside, knowing, you know, that we're serving Him the way in which He wants us to. And praise God. Uh, when I first came here, I was a handful, you know, because, uh, I just, uh, came, I, Lord spoke to me to come up to the north of Ireland and I packed a van full of things and ended up at Pastors John and Hillary's house and I said, I'm here with a whole van load of stuff, you know, where do I, where do I go? God told me to come up here, so <laughs> where, where do I go? Where do I stay? You know, and I ended up having to unload the, the van and put, put all my stuff in one of your rooms, the back rooms of your house and everything like that, because the Lord had spoke to me to come up after meeting with Pastor John. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a handful, you know, it's like, what's this kid? What's he going to do next? Right. Um, and then uh, I met I met Pastor Karen, you know, and the Lord just stirred my heart, stirred her heart that God had plans. They had been praying for a son-in-law. So that's why I showed up. It's too bad. So... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I arrived. Uh, Pastor Karen had gotten a prophecy, you know, your husband's coming, uh, he's your Isaac, he's coming on camels or something like that or so- something like that, you know. Uh, she thought the camels got lost, but anyway. But um, yeah, and when, when I realized that the Lord was, was in this and the Lord touched my heart that Pastor Karen was the one for me, and uh, just, you know, I, I knew she was the one. And I told God, just leave me, you know, guide me. Let me know when the right one shows up. I, I spent seven years not dating, you know. I said not holding anybody's hand, not kissing anybody goodnight. Just put that on hold, God. Just show me the right one when they show up. So the, the Lord said, she's the one. So I said, okay, great. <laughs> so I had all kinds of plans then, you know. <laughs> And I thought, well, we can do this and we can do that, you know. But um, Karen was a little slow on that. But, but then I heard, ah, Karen has to go to Florida, to Orlando, to be part of a wedding uh, with her best friend. And then I have to go to Orlando, and we're going to be there at the same time. And I thought, oh, I've got plans again, you know. <laughs> 
we can meet up, we can do this, we can do that. And I felt God say, will you stop it? Will you stop it? I mean, I felt like God was just putting his hand on me. He said, look, down, you know, <laughs> down. <laughs> just, in other words, God was saying, let me do it. Stop trying to do it yourself. And I felt the Lord did not want me to just try and work this thing out in the flesh and work it out with my own effort, you know, my, again, my own preconceived ideas. I felt the Lord say, no, no, you just relax, okay? And literally, in my prayer times, I would lay out on the floor and just act like I was lifeless. <laughs> you know, just no self-effort. And I said, okay, God, you know, no self-effort in this. If you're in it, you do it. You do it. And God worked it all out. It was actually Pastor Karen that came to me and said, hey, we're going to be in Orlando at the same time. Why don't we meet up? I'm like, okay. <laughs> and uh, the Lord worked that out, you know. And again, when the Lord told us to start a church, I mean, we served here in BCC for years and years and years. Karen, her whole life, you know, me nearly 20 years, something like that. And, uh, you know, we we didn't feel to, to go out and start a church you know people get ambitious ideas and they think oh i can start a church i'm going to go do this and i'm going to go into the ministry we were waiting just waiting again for the leading of the lord you know that that specific rhema word what the bible calls in the greek a rhema word where it's an intimate personal word to you where god leads and that occurred you know in 2012 the lord told us okay this is what i want you to do you know start a church get things going and uh, get a team together, you know, start looking for premises. And the Lord led us again to the most unlikely places. Uh, we started out in the Storman Hotel, but after that it was two community centers. The first time I was taken to one of them, I'm like, no. I mean, it was a very ugly brick building. And I'm like, I don't want to have church there, you know. I've got grandiose ideas, you know. <laughs> I thought, no, I need something different than that. That wasn't God's idea. He wanted us to be right there in the middle of the community. Amen. In that community center. And it grew on me. And I said, okay, amen. God blessed it. You could tell when we met, the anointing was there. You know, and again, we moved to another community center. But uh, later after that, um, the Lord led us to, to get the building uh, at Kingdom Harvest. And it was, it was uh, at... It was an old brethren hall on the Albert Bridge Road. And uh, the Lord had led me earlier to have prayer breakfast in Stormont Parliament buildings. And, and through those prayer breakfasts, I had gotten to know a lot of the MLAs. And it was one of the MLAs that told me that building is for sale. They haven't put it on the market. They haven't announced it, you know, publicly, but they want to pass on that building. And that, that was just fantastic. It was absolutely God's design that I come to the knowledge of that, that I hear about that because developers wanted it. We found out later developers were phoning behind our back saying, get rid of these Christians. <laughs> we want to buy that. We'll give you more money for it. Everything, you know, um, they wanted to develop that property. They would have knocked it down instantly. And, uh, but the Lord gave us that. And then as, uh, as the Lord continued to direct, you know, we went to a solicitor to get a contract with the brethren and to offer finance. And when I went to, when I went to the solicitor, uh, you know, she was a little dumbfounded. You know, she's like, okay, you want to buy this building? You have no proof of funds. 
And, uh, <laughs> and I said, look, they, they are demanding that we uh, finalize a contract with them and, and sign and everything because they said if we don't get it by January 31st, you know, they're going to sell on to the developers. And uh, so I said, just arrange the closing date. And she said, well, Brian, I'm Christian, but I've never arranged a closing date without proof of funds. <laughs> I said, just do it. The finance will be there. <laughs> Amen. And uh, I had met, met a guy called David Martin of uh, CBMC, who does prayer breakfast for businessmen in Belfast. And I phoned him up about this, and he said, Brian, have you tried stewardship? And stewardship was an organization in England that provided mortgages you know, for churches. The banks had already said no to us, and I was thankful for that. Didn't want to deal with them anyway. <laughs> but uh, no, stewardship, it was absolutely a, a, a God direction, you know, and we ended up getting that mortgage through stewardship. And it was absolutely fantastic, and, and literally, you know, we got it at just the right time, just for that closing date and everything. And they did things in approving us faster than, than they had ever done things before. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, so I told the solicitor later, I said, see, <laughs> see, God showed up, didn't he? She said, yes, he did. So praise God. And, uh, you know, one of our biggest uh, supporters as well, uh, was, was somebody that I met in the, in the tree work, and they helped us to to get together and a deposit for that property. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, when you hear from God, when you're God-directed, when the Lord leads and guides your steps, He will take care of everything for you. Amen? He will open doors. He will give you opportunities that you never dreamed of. I love how Tash is going into the schools. I mean, there's just no limits there. God can do phenomenal and amazing things. Amen? And other types of outreaches that, that you're doing, you know, God would just wants to blow open the doors and, and just get rid of what we think is possible, you know, and, and just do the impossible. Praise God. Do the improbable. Do, do the unexpected. Amen? Uh, I just can't help thinking of, you know, one time a gentleman came to me. He had come over from Scotland and he said, I'm going to go to the radio station and I'm going to go to the radio station, uh, community radio, Fela FM in West Belfast, and I'm going to ask them for an hour of Christian radio. I said, on a Sunday morning, I said, well, great, <laughs> if you think that's possible, you know. And he went over there and got it. He got it. He got an hour of Christian radio on, in West Belfast on a community radio station that broadcast to the whole of Belfast. And he asked me to come on board with him, you know, for eight months. And for eight months, we did that for an hour on Sunday mornings, doing Christian interviews, reading scriptures, thoughts for the day, Christian music, everything like that. And, you know, you wouldn't have even dreamed it was possible, except somebody heard from God and just went and did it. You know, absolutely brilliant. Uh, we brought Joan Hunter that one time, you know, to uh, the the GAA center there on one of in, in the, around White Rock, um, White Rock up there in West Belfast, and we had a healing meeting there. Who, who many of you, you you helped out at that, and uh, when when the caretaker of that property was asked, why did you let these ones in? Why did you let them come in to do healing meetings? And he said, well, nobody asked me before. <laughs> Nobody asked me before, you know. Uh, so it was amazing. We had a fantastic time. Praise God. But the Lord says this. 
Amen. He says this in Proverbs 3 and verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Oh my goodness, that is just so powerful. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Again, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And, and we just have to just lay out before God and say, God, what are your plans? What are your plans? What do you want to do with me? And I've said this to our congregation. You don't have to live tomorrow like you lived yesterday. You don't have to have the same thing going on in your life tomorrow and in the future that you had yesterday and the day before. It can be new. God can do new things. He can direct you. We've just had some phenomenal new things happening in our lives, you know, um, absolutely phenomenal. Um, if I've got time, I don't know, but I just, I just soloed in an aircraft, you know, absolutely fantastic. And um, that God said, I had that plan for you all along. That was my plan all along. And in a time of fasting and prayer, God led me to go down to the Newton Arts Airport and talk to some people. I said, I've always been put off because I've been told it costs 8,000 pounds. And the guy goes, no, no, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Just go across the airport there, talk to Ken, get your microlight license, you know, do everything at half price and then go to England and get your full conversion, you know, for another 800 pounds and you can do it for 3,500 instead of 8,000. I said, I never heard that before. <laughs> never, you know. Again, it was just something new, hallelujah, and something I didn't realize, and it's just a door that God opened. So right there, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Lean not. That word lean means rest upon, rely upon. Don't rest upon your own understanding. Wait for his wisdom. Amen? Wait for his leading. Wait for the way that God wants to do something. We think we've got it figured out. We're going to do it this way. You know, yeah, everybody else does it that way. Well, God may not want to do it that way. Amen. Maybe he's got another route for you. He's got another way for you to accomplish great things. And uh, Jeremiah 17 says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his arm, whose heart departs from the Lord. Wow, what a statement. You know, cursed is the man that trusts in man that makes man the flesh of his arm. He's leaning on man and departs from the Lord. God takes it personally when you're trusting somebody down here instead of him. When your eyes are in the wrong place. You know, we don't want our eyes in the wrong place. And uh, it says, verse 6 of Jeremiah 17, For he shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see good when it comes. He won't even see good when it comes. You know, David was trusting in the Lord, right? He said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I mean, he was experiencing the goodness of God on a daily basis. Praise God. Cups running over. And verse 7 says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by waters that spreads out his roots by the river and shall not see when heat comes, but her leaf shall be green and she shall be not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. 
that's a verse for these times. Amen? When the world is experiencing a kind of drought, but the people of God are flourishing. Amen? They're bearing fruit. They're, they're bearing fruit, it says, will not cease. Hallelujah. You know, where you're living in a way that is led, you know, your, your life is being led by the Lord, and uh, you're, you're experiencing a string of victories when everybody else is experiencing destruction or catastrophe. You know, you're experiencing God's best, just a string of victories and not failures. Praise God. So um, just, just saying once again that no matter what you're doing, God will bless you. God has blessed Kingdom Harvest. He has absolutely blessed us in a time when, when others are struggling, and I'm not making light of that. I, I want to make sure everybody is connected to God, amen, and, and being blessed by him. But in a time when others have been struggling and businesses have been failing, I mean, God has provided for Kingdom Harvest. You know, we've got a new roof on our, our church. We've got new bathrooms. We've got a new sound system. We've, we're installing a new kitchen. We just spent 12,000 pounds on new windows. You know, I mean, it, it's just phenomenal the way the Lord is blessing us. We've just got a new camera system that's come in. Praise God, 4K camera system where we can go, you know, online, do our services around the world. I hear BCC services are going around the, around the world. Praise God. Hello, Afghanistan. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> and other places. <laughs> Praise God. I hear you've got a viewer from Afghanistan. Bless you. Amen. Praise God. And, uh, yeah, God just wants to do things. It's like we haven't even got into our mind yet what God wants to do, how, how fast this is going to begin to go. Amen. The anointing, the blessing, uh, salvations, people coming into the kingdom of God, you know, all of us being prepared and mobilized for discipleship, you know, for ministering to people, the, the new people that are coming into our churches. We're looking at going uh, to two services now because basically we're at capacity and, uh, Praise God. You know, it, it's just absolutely wonderful. I, I, I'm stirred in my heart. I am stirred by seeing street preachers just popping up all over the place. You know, the Lord's led me to do a bit of that now, <laughs> more of that. And uh, yeah, I had a fantastic time just the other day, you know, in Corn Market. Praise God. There was a young preacher there. And I said, give me the mic. And he goes, why? <laughs> I said, well, I'll preach. He goes, you're a preacher? You're a Christian? You know, I said, yeah, yeah. So he gave me the mic, and uh, he liked that, so it was good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just lastly, lastly, Proverbs 3, in verse 11, it says, My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the, the Lord loves, he corrects even as the father of the son in whom he delights. So this is talking about chasing, it's talking about correction, it's talking about instruction. And every one of us, that, that just needs to be part and parcel of our life at all times. You know, the higher you fly, the, the farther you fly, the faster you fly, the more corrections you have to, to put into the navigation system and things like that. You know, aircraft, when they're flying at high altitude and they're going fast, you know, if you're off course, I heard a guy say, you know, if you don't start descending, you know, hundreds of miles from the airport, you will fly over the state. 
<laughs> You'll miss it altogether. You know, they have fantastic navigational systems now in aircraft, you know, where you can set your waypoints and all that and, and just, just fly away. But uh, none of that can, can be wrong, you know, or you get so off course. I once heard, um, you know, about the pilots, a pilot of the SR-71 talking, you know, which is the fastest aircraft uh, that there is, you know, Mach 4 and all this kind of thing. And uh, he said, yeah, I mean, they've got somebody that's totally dedicated. They've got two people in that, that plane. One is totally dedicated to navigation because you're going so fast. Just every second that you're off course will, will, can take you hundreds of miles out of the way. You know, you'll miss your targets, what you're supposed to photograph. The other guys involved with the cameras and reconnaissance and all that, you know. Um, praise God. But you... You know, satellites, lastly, satellites, when, when they're up in the sky and they're, they're orbiting the Earth, there's like 22,000 different objects orbiting the Earth. Every single one of them that are still under control, they're, they're, they have to have course corrections about like every three days. Every three days, they've got fuel on board, you know, where they can make minor corrections and things like that. Um, because if they didn't, they'd fall out of the sky. You know, they have to track them. And I know the guy who wrote the algorithms and equations uh, that tracks everything in the sky. Praise God. Bruce R. Bowman, who worked for the Air Force Space Command. Praise God. You know, so your life, your life, we have to, to rely upon God's correction. We have to, to rely on adjustments. You know, letting God make adjustments, not holding back. You know, some of the greatest moves of God uh, have been hindered by those that experienced a former move of God. You know, it's the people that experience the last move of God that resist the new move of God because they think they've got it all figured out where, where God never stops moving. <laughs> he never stops moving, never stops flowing. So I know that BCC is going to higher places. Amen. You are going to higher places. God's given you a bigger sanctuary, new facilities, amen, to go to higher places, do more for Jesus than you've ever done before, see more of the move of God than you've ever done before, see more salvations and people coming to Christ than you've ever seen before, healings, deliverances, salvations, hallelujah, amen, lives restored, lives transformed, amen. It's going to be awesome. And it won't just be for here for Bangor or Belfast, it'll be for the world, amen. Praise God, you'll touch people all over the world from here. All over the world. God's getting people geared up for missions too. Hallelujah. Get ready to board planes. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Go on missions trips and all that. When you've got it, you can give it to somebody else. Amen? When you know the work and move of God and voice of God, then you can share that with others. Hallelujah. I tell you, that's where we're going with this. This is where we're going, praise God. So I, I'm telling you, just be strong. Let the Lord, you know, correct you. Let him lead you and let him guide you. Hallelujah, you know. And uh, I could tell you, I got corrected the other day for trying to go into a business deal. And God's like, Ch -ch -ch, you know, I didn't call you into business. Stop that. <laughs> you know, concentrate on the work of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Saving souls. Hallelujah. And uh, yeah, so this is where we're going. Amen. Let's just bow our heads and just thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, musicians can come up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. God, we just bless you for everyone here, Lord. We thank you that these are your chosen vessels, Father God, for, for Bangor, for Northern Ireland. We thank you, God, that you've been equipping and you've been preparing Father, and, and you've been raising up, Lord God, and you've been storing up, storing up in individuals, God. 
I thank you for the faithful individuals that are in this place right now, Lord God. The faithful individuals which you said you will exalt. God, you will use mightily. Hallelujah. You will use mightily. And uh, I, I had Chris and I had Robin on my heart, you know. <laughs> you guys are faithful, and I'm telling you, God has great plans for you. Amen. And I know there are so many of you that are faithful in here. Praise God. You know, when I, yeah, so I just thank God. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for everyone. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God, we're getting new ideas, new ideas from you, new leading, Father God fresh leading, fresh confirmation, maybe of some old things you've told us, that you're, you're still doing that in, in, a, in their lives, Lord God. Hallelujah. Still have yet to fulfill some dreams, visions. God, we thank you. We bless you. You're in the business of fulfilling your word. Your word never, ever returns void. God, everything you've ever spoken to our heart, you want to bring to pass. You want to bring to pass, and you will do it when we trust you. You will do it when we trust you. And we trust you today. Those visions and dreams and new visions and dreams which are sowing into the people of BCC. God, we thank you. They are growing, God. They are being sown and they are growing and they're getting mightier and they're getting stronger within. God, and I thank you. They are are coming to fruition, Father, and they are ready uh, in many cases to burst forth, Father. God, we thank you. Bursting forth, we thank you. Hallelujah. We're going to wonderful places. Say, I'm going to higher heights. I'm going to higher heights. Hallelujah. High places in Jesus. Amen. We're looking down anyway. We're seated with Christ. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Well, God bless you. And I, I just thank God. Amen. That you are the blessed of the Lord. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps in blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.